0: Welcome to Rankings, a podcast that answers the age-old question. What's the best movie from 2018? I'm Danny Weiser. With me, as always, is my co-host and the Watson to my homes, Ty McGowan. Uh, Ty, what's up, man?
1: I, I do not like that. <laughs> I don't like that at all.
0: <laughs> yeah, but it's equally mean to me, so this one feels a little... Uh, d- doesn't feel as mean or as making fun of you.
1: <laughs> I, I love bad movie. Will Ferrell movies to death. And that was just so disappointing, just like kind of most of his yeah. <laughs> his movies that he's come <laughs> out with lately.
0: Yeah. Gosh, he's really, he's really hit or miss that guy. What a terrible, terrible movie. <laughs> so <laughs> bad. Uh, yes. This week, uh, we are ranking our favorite movies from the year 2018, uh, which is kind of a forgotten about year. Um when you sandwich it between the two incredible movie years of 2017 to 2019 yeah uh, 2018 isn't talked about nearly as much anymore but there' there's some bangers here there's some really good movies this year
1: oh yeah there's some definitely good movies in this year I I, I really like this year and I think I think we're gonna look back on most of the two th- 2010 decade is great because twenty twenties was just so god awful. <laughs> so bad. <Yeah. laughs>
0: I was looking on my letterbox and I think like it's the first of December. I think I've watched like 18 movies that came out this year, which normally I would be in the like 40 range at this point <laughs> in a year. There's just my motivation to watch movies has been gone. Like the decent movies coming out that I have any interest in seeing it's just like there's none basically. <laughs> like it's such a disappointing year. I'm hoping, hoping the floodgates just open up next year. Wonder Woman's going to... Yeah, I, that's really... <laughs> I hope so, man. I hope it's good. <laughs> well, what an incredibly like disappointing but probably like fitting cherry on the top of this crap year it would be if Wonder Woman was just terrible. Well, DC
1: has a long history of having comedians play villains and having it go really great. So hopefully Kristen Wiig doesn't go the same way as Jim Carrey and... The Riddler.
0: <laughs> Please don't ruin my Christmas, Wonder Woman. Just don't do it. I need you. Uh, all right. We're, let's go ahead. Let's jump right into our rankings. Um, I'm list A this week. Okay. Uh, so I'll go ahead and get started with my honorable mentions. My first one is a movie that I know that you really, really love uh, because we talked about it a few episodes ago. It's uh, Wild Rose. Oh, yeah. Is that coming up later for you, or should I? we talk about it now?
1: Definitely coming up later for me, for sure.
0: I, You know, I kind of had a feeling. Um, it's <laughs> Gosh, it's really, really good. I didn't see it until a few months ago, I think, for the first time. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's pretty great. Uh, my second honorable mention is Solo, A Star Wars Story. Okay. Uh, which we talked about a few episodes ago in our Star Wars episode with Brian. Just so fun. Heist yeah. movie with Han Solo and Chewbacca. I'm so in, dude. Yeah. Like I don't need a whole lot else. Um, and my final honorable mention is uh, Avengers: Infinity War. Okay. Um, which I think, I think unfortunately just kind of suffered from. Uh, there were just a, a few superhero movies in 2018 that were considerably better. Yeah. And so you sort of have to like compare those, and this one fell short of a few that are coming up later in my list. And so it just, it didn't have a place. I mean, obviously it's great. The Avengers movies are good. The MCU movies are really good. Um, I'm not going to say anything bad about it. Um, but it just, it fell short from some of the other superhero movies on my list later. So that's why it's an honorable mention. Uh, let's hear, you are list B. Let's hear your honorable mentions.
1: Yeah, so uh, my third honorable mention is American Animals, um, which is a movie uh, starring Evan Peters um, and... Uh, group of guys in college that try to steal this uh, um, this like book uh, this famous book about animals or something like that. It's like drawings of animals. I can't remember um, who okay. did them. Some I don't know. But it's a true story. Um, and they kind of cut it with like the actual people who tr- who did the heist like during the movie. So it's like almost like like, you know those those scenes in Interstellar where they cut to the old people talking about, like, how things were on Earth and stuff like that? That's, like... Yeah. That's, like, kind of what it's like, but with, like, the actual people that tried to pull off the heist. Um, so, it's, oh, like, that's almost... Cool I,
0: I haven't heard of it, but that sounds fun.
1: Yeah, it's it's awesome. It's hilarious. I mean, it's, it's a fun heist movie. Um, just a bunch of stupid college kids that are trying to steal something. I can't remember what it was. Yeah. Some kind of book. So... <laughs> Cool. Uh, my right. my second one is uh, mid nineties, uh, the Jonah Hill movie about um
0: oh, yeah.
1: the the mid nineties. So it's very very aptly named.
0: <laughs> Perfect.
1: Uh, but yeah, it's about a bunch of kids just skating and being punks, and it just totally down my alley. Absolutely. I mean, the music's great, just nineties hip hop and skateboarding. You can't really yeah. can't beat that. Um, For sure. And my third is Black Panther.
0: Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I did not. I, it's only an honorable mention. That's crazy to me.
1: So, so with all these lists that we're doing for the years, there's maybe only two superhero movies
0: that'll crack my top five. Like, maybe. Interesting. I guess I'm just more into superhero movies. And I thought I was like... I thought I was downplaying a lot of these superhero movies because I know a lot of people that we talk to would have a lot of these MCU movies like way higher on a lot of their lists. So I thought I was the one that was downplaying it. But you're just... You don't even have them on there at all. That's crazy.
1: Yeah. It's just... I mean, it's a really good movie. It's just like... These Marvel movies at this point are just kind of like... Unless they like totally change the game, then, I mean, great. They're good movies, but, you know... Let's move on.
0: Yeah, we can we talk. Black Panther obviously is coming up later yeah. on my list, so we can talk about it then. All right. Um, I will get started with my number 10, uh, which technically is a superhero movie, uh, though not part of the MCU or it's not a DC movie. It's uh, Incredibles 2. Uh, okay. Okay. Um, Obviously, falls short of Incredibles one. Uh, I don't think anybody would dispute that. Incredibles one clearly a better movie, but Incredibles two is so good. It's so fun. I love these characters. I love the idea of a superhero family and like the kind of behind the scenes stuff that you don't normally get to see in a movie like this. Like yeah. you get to see what their home life is like and what it's like raising a baby that is discovering its superpowers and like how do you handle that and it's just it's just such a fun world to live in and fun characters and really talented actors that are voicing uh voicing these characters and i just i have a soft spot for the incredible's franchise i love it
1: yeah yeah that, that that's not coming up on my list later so
0: i kind of figured most people wouldn't have it anywhere close to their top 10 i don't think yeah. this year uh but i really really dug it Uh, you are number 10. Yeah. My number
1: 10 is a quiet place. So this, this movie was so good just in the, how fresh it was. We hadn't really seen a movie like this where, I mean, the script is probably five pages long. Um, (laughs) but like the, what really stood out to me was how Krasinski used like the silence to kind of he used the theater silence as an effect in his movie yeah like the like this is a completely different movie when you're watching it at home to where in mm. you're in a packed theater and everyone is silent like i've never been in a theater where like nobody's sipping on a dr pepper or a mr pib if you go to a crappy theater <laughs> uh or like opening like a bag of m&ms like i've never heard anyone just not make a sound in a theater before and it was nuts
0: I Quiet Place is coming up later on my list. I have a lot of thoughts on it, positive and negative. But I really dug a Quiet Place. But yeah, it's it's coming up quite a bit later for me. Yeah. Um. All right. My my number nine is one of my favorite rom coms recently, and you know me like you are too. But like I'm a big rom com guy. Yeah. I have a soft spot, uh, soft spot in my movie loving life for uh, for a good rom com. But my number nine is Crazy Rich Asians. It's so fun. Uh, I love that this movie is so very Asian um, because it's that's a group of people who are criminally underrepresented in yeah. film and in Hollywood now. Uh, I love the I love the visuals in this movie. Oh um, yeah! I love the peek into a culture that I'm just not super familiar with. Yeah, um, which again is an issue because it's just terribly underrepresented in in movies. Um, and so I, I really love Crazy Rich Asians, just visually stunning. The the sets and the costume design and stuff were so good and yeah. so so like impressive to look at. Yeah, I really, really love Crazy Rich Asians.
1: Yeah, that's coming up uh, in a little bit for me. All right, your number nine. Yeah, so my number nine, you're probably going to
0: hate me for having it this low, but hearts beat loud. Um. That's I get it. I'm I'm glad it's on your list at all. I yeah. get why it's why it's at number nine. If it was left off your list, like we'd be talking. Yeah. Uh, for sure. <laughs> but it's the fact that it's on your list, I'm okay with it. I get that I like this movie more than almost anybody else does. That I, that's not lost on me. Yeah,
1: it's great. I mean, great music. Uh, I'm gonna let you talk about it later because I know it's gonna be. It's. I think it's either gonna be your one or your two. I'm betting on one, but we'll see. All right.
0: Um, uh, my number eight is one of the best movies of the year. Like, if I just step back and don't let my favorites, like like how much I liked it, play into this and just look at it as, like, best movies, it's definitely up there. But also a movie that literally, like, ripped my heart out of my chest and put it through a meat grinder. It's <laughs> A Star is Born. Oh, yeah. Gosh, this movie hurts. It's so good. <laughs> uh, I thought the the performances were so impressive. I thought Lady Gaga just absolutely crushed this movie. Yeah. Um but it, gosh, it hurts so bad to watch, and I, it's number eight because I can maybe never watch it again. I don't know that I can put myself through that a second time in my life. I don't know that I have it in me. But it's it's so good it had to show up on my list, and I'm sure it's later on yours.
1: Yeah, it's coming up later on my list, and I'll explain to you the uh, cut that I watch so you don't have to like just drown in sorrow for the rest of the the day or night whenever you watch it.
0: Oh, you have you have a way for me to rewatch it. Perfect. Yeah. Okay. <laughs>
1: Okay. All right, you're you're number eight. <laughs> yeah, so my number eight is Crazy Rich Agents. So I mean, obviously nice. the I mean, p- people know about this by now. Like they know Constance Constance Wu killed it, Aquafina broke out in this movie, mm-hmm. but I think Henry Golding does not get enough talk on this. And he after seeing this movie, I am starting the Henry Golding for James Bond campaign. He I want him to be the next yeah. James Bond, and I'm gonna be mad if anyone else is chosen but him cuz like he's perfect. I jump on that
0: bandwagon. I'll ride I'll ride that train with you for sure.
1: Cuz I don't know if you've seen uh the gentleman that came out earlier this year with Matthew McConaughey and they're in the the London Gang, the Guy Ritchie movie.
0: I did just buy the Blu-ray copy of it on Cyber Monday, so it will be here within the week.
1: Yeah, you'll you'll watch that and be like, "Oh, yeah, 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 he's perfect for James Bond." If he just acts like the guy okay, cool. in Crazy Rich Asians and then you see him in an action movie or like a kind of spy action gangster movie, then you'll be like, Oh yeah, yeah, that he's the next James Bond. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, Aquafina sure. kills it. Ken Jong obviously that weird, the weird stuff that he does in every movie he's yeah. in, it works every single time. Yeah. <laughs> and then Constance Wu, sure. who I've been a huge fan of since um, fresh off the boat. That's like one of my favorite TV mm. shows and she's awesome in that. So I'm, I'm happy to see her get a lot of recognition for, For this movie and they got two more coming out. So I'm super pumped for this.
0: Uh, All right. My my number seven is a movie that is basically been forgotten about. Like I even when it came out, I didn't hear hardly anybody talking about it. And I haven't heard anybody mention it since. But it's one of my favorite comedies of the last few years. It's a game night. Okay. Um, like, when you look at movies that are just straight-up comedies, like, they're not rom-coms, they're not, like, comedy-slash-dramas yeah. or whatever. Like, movies that are, like, this is just a pure comedy, which there's there's a few of those a year that are kind of funny. Yeah. They're normally, like, a Will Ferrell movie. Um, this kind of falls in line with that, like, in that category. It's where It's just straight-up comedy. I thought it was so funny. Jason Bateman and Rachel McAdams are a very, very good comedic duo. I yeah. love their comedic timing and chemistry together. Um, I love the idea of like a group of overly competitive friends who have weekly game nights go to a game night that goes wrong and they like think it's they think this is a big like who done it type mystery game, but they're actually like in the middle of actual, like, yeah, like a big like, crime that's going around, and they like find themselves in deep water. I think it's such a funny idea, um, super super rewatchable. I really love Game Night.
1: Yeah, that's that. I, it, I don't think that would have come close to my my top thirteen, but yeah, I really enjoyed watching that for sure. All right, your number seven. Uh, my number seven is probably the greatest action movie that has come out since like blockbuster action movie that's come out since Men in Black, Mission Impossible Fallout.
0: I, I haven't seen it. No, don't say that. <laughs> no, How <have> you not <laughs> seen this yet. You know I'm not an action movie guy. If I'm going to watch an action movie, it's probably a superhero movie. Um, and I haven't seen any of the other Mission Impossibles, so it felt weird to just jump in with this one because I wouldn't understand a lot of the context. I've heard it's great. I know it's great and I need to watch it. But obviously I need to watch the other ones first. And I just haven't, because I'm rarely in an action movie mood.
1: Did you not watch the trailer for this? It's like the greatest trailer of yeah, all time. Listen,
0: I saw I saw Henry K Henry Cavill like punch biceps into existence. Like I saw that happen, and that was super rad. He cocked his biceps yeah, like he there did were t- guns. He did <laughs> yeah, that's rad, and I'm very into it. Uh, but I just I don't know, I just haven't. I haven't seen it because I am not. Re- I need to be an action movie guy. I understand that. God,
1: it's just so good. It's so disappointing that you haven't seen that.
0: Yeah, yeah well, you are not the first person to be disappointed with me while listening to this episode. So well,
1: <laughs> we'll eventually have to <laughs> do a Mission Impossible rank ranking, so you'll have to watch them at some point. Okay, you are number six.
0: Yeah, my number six is. I think it was. My pick for Best Picture that year, or at least like in the top two or three, anything oh you say anything but Green Book really, <laughs> I would have been happy with, but probably my pick. It's uh also probably my favorite Spike Lee movie. It's Black Klansman. Okay. It's it's so good. John David Washington, I am a huge fan of. Yeah. And I think it's unfortunate what Christopher Nolan did with him in Tenet because he made him boring <laughs> but this is not a Tenet podcast I'm sure that'll come up on a future episode uh, but I I think John David Washington is so great I'll watch pretty much any movie with Adam Driver in it because I love him and I think he's fantastic Yeah. Um, this movie there are parts of it that it feels like a fun buddy cop movie um, and, like, I think that's great, but obviously it's the way that it approached a, uh incredibly sensitive subject matter, and it, like, challenged you and made you think about things, and it made me really hate Topher Grace, who was, uh, like, a yeah. surprisingly <laughs> impressive villain. Like, I hated yeah. that guy. Um, Black Clansman's really great. I hope it's coming up on your list later, but it's yeah, it really is. good. All right, you're number six. My number six
1: is Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse.
0: Uh, number six.
1: Yeah, so so I'm a big. I thought it would be higher. I'm a huge Spider-Man guy. That's my favorite um, superhero. Um, I read a lot of the comics and stuff like that. But it's probably my third favorite Spider-Man movie out of all the Spider-Man movies that have been made. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I loved it wow. so much. Uh, the The animation was sick. It was so cool of them to do like a comic animation. It was, it was weird, but it worked somehow. Um, yeah. but yeah, it was awesome. Miles Morales is obviously an all time character in the comics. And I love reading his, his comics and they got a lot of it right. Uh, but yeah, I'm just more of a Peter, Peter Parker guy instead of a Miles Morales guy.
0: Gotcha. That's so, uh, cause I know, I knew that about you. I knew that how much you love Spider-Man as your yeah. favorite character. I thought that would be much higher. That's surprising.
1: Spider Gwen in the comics. I like her more than I like Miles Morales. So Miles Morales like isn't even like one of my top top two Spider Men in that that like Spider Man universe. I
0: yeah. guess I haven't read the comics, so I can't really look at it from that perspective. But, yeah, uh, but it'll be it'll be discussed later. We can talk about it much later. <laughs> um, my number five is a movie you've already mentioned. It's uh, a Quiet Place. Okay. Um, yeah. Probably. Like, this is on the very short list of my favorite theater experiences ever. Like you described, like, I've never been in a movie theater that was so quiet and laser-focused. Yeah. Because the movie's so quiet. And, like, it's such a such a bold way to make a movie because like you're, you're, you're absolutely relying on these people to be quiet and focused on your movie. Otherwise it kind of ruins the movie for everybody. Right. Um, but yeah, I like, I was in like a late night, I went to like a midnight showing of this and like the theater was probably half full, but nobody said a word. Nobody was crunching on popcorn. Like it was, it was so intense. Um, You would think with it being one of my favorite theater experiences ever, I might have it higher. The reason I don't is because I have a few bones to pick with this movie. (laughs) Okay, Um, let's hear them. Number one being, okay, you've got these monsters who are so sensitive to sound that they can hear, like, the crunch of a twig from 100 yards away, right? Right. That's their whole thing. How is step one not trying to overload them with sound? (laughs) How is that not the first... You're telling me this little girl came up with the idea to overload it with sound and then shoot it, and your military and government, that wasn't step one? That's the <laughs> wildest thing I've ever seen in a movie, John Krasinski. That doesn't make a lick of sense. Like, I'm, I'm sitting there, I saw the trailer, and I was like, wow, these creatures that like are super sensitive to sound, I bet if you just play a really loud sound, then it would freak it out and you would be able to kill it then, but no. Like, you, it took this little girl to figure it out.
1: What if you, like, parachuted a stereo playing, like, Nickelback super loud into, like, this one area <laughs> and then just targeted, like, okay. all the military bombs that we have on that one area?
0: Yeah. How is that not step one? Do that to Montana. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Like, go to the plains of Montana where there's, like, four people that live in the whole state drop like a really gnarly sound system in the center, playing <laughs> really loud, obnoxious music, attract all these creatures and then nuke Montana.
1: Yeah. you it's just fine. You have You'll one of those helicopters, have one of those helicopters from every Vietnam movie that plays a uh, sympathy. Was it sympathy for yeah. the devil? The burner burner. Just haven't played <laughs> yeah. that. They, Cause they're always playing that super loud and they're always flying really low over uh-huh. the trees. Just have all the monsters follow that. Right out to like yeah, just middle of nowhere Montana. Drop a bomb right on top yeah. of them. <laughs> how did the
0: how did the government not think to overload the creature who is sensitive to sound with sound? It doesn't. <laughs> I was so mad, but <laughs> I'm not well, actually that we mad. Are, about it, we but are we are really really
1: we are getting destroyed by a virus that our government was calling fake for a, a good two months. So. It's not that surprising. Good
0: point. Okay, now I'm bummed. I was having fun talking about this movie with you, and now I'm bummed. All right, you're whatever. You're number five. You ruined Uh, this tie. Well, my number
1: five is A Star Is Born. I I mean, this movie's so good, but like you said, good lord. I mean, it is so. When when he puts the stake down for the dog, like I because I grew up with dogs, and I know you're not supposed to give a a full stake to a dog. And he gave that full stake, and I was just like, "Oh no. no, 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 no!"
0: Ty, I let me tell you, when that as soon as he put that stake down and called the dog, I wept, like <laughs> I cried harder at that exact moment of the movie than I ever have in any movie in my entire life.
1: And also, the Lady Gaga's manager in that movie, it's it's about like thirty percent his fault he sucks that's like one of my <laughs> least favorite characters yeah. in movie history um but yeah but yeah, what you got to sure. do is you got to watch it until they go to memphis and they hang out with dave Chappelle and they get married and then just stop stop okay. it right there and that's the happy oh. ending. yeah if you don't want to feel like crap <laughs> and okay. then they're like oh they got that married like a they fun- probably lived happily ever after yeah <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's a fun 90-minute romantic movie about music. That's a great call. Yeah. <laughs> well, all right, I'm going to this weekend I'll watch the time of cut of of a uh, uh, of a Star is Born and I'll enjoy it. That's a, that's a great idea. Uh my my number 4, you've already mentioned it, it's Black Panther. Okay. Um which I don't want to give I don't want to give away my rankings because I know we're inevitably going to do an MCU episode. Right uh, And so I don't want to tell you where I haven't ranked with with all of my against all the MCU stuff. It's high though it's, it's, yeah it's way the heck up there. It's so good. It feels so different from the other MCU movies because they're all so reliant on characters that you know super well and like they're very reliant on like Iron Man. Uh, And like Captain America and Thor, and like that's even if it's like introducing a new character, those guys have to like come in to kind of make you like remind you that hey, this is part of the MCU and this is a cool guy and you should really like him. Right. But Black Panther feels so different, like aesthetically, it's so different. The like how deep it dove into like Wakanda uh, and how fascinating the idea of Wakanda is was so good. It's just had such an incredible cool factor that a lot of the other MCU movies are missing. Black Panther is so, so good. I'm very in. I've said it before anything Ryan Coogler and Michael B. Jordan want to do, I'm in on. Yeah. Um, Chadwick Boseman was the absolute perfect choice for Black Panther. And like, I genuinely hope that they never recast him. Like I'm okay seeing Black Panther come back, but I, I hope it's like an already established character that kind of takes over the mantle instead of trying to recast T'Challa. I would really yeah. hate that a lot. I don't think that's but we can happen. talk about that in a future episode, I'm yeah. sure. I gosh I'd be I'd be so mad. But uh yeah, Black Panther was really, really great and I, I love it a lot.
1: Yeah, it was good. Michael B. Jordan's definitely the second best villain in the MCU. All right, your number four. Yeah. My number four is a movie that you probably have not heard of. Cause I hadn't heard of it until like two weeks ago. Um, but thunder road. Okay. So this is directed by yeah, Jim, no, Co- of Jim it. Cummings written by Jim Cummings and starring Jim Cummings. Um, it's kind of his coming out party. Um, think of kind of like a, a Fargo kind of humor where it's like a little bit dark, but like, you're like, maybe I shouldn't be laughing at this, but it, but it's funny. Like the opening scenes in a funeral and you're like, and this guy's like talking about his, his mother who passed away. And there's times where you're like, I know I shouldn't laugh, but it's what he's saying is funny.
0: You're assuming I've seen Fargo.
1: Well, I keep forgetting that you don't watch, (laughs) even if they're like (laughs) some of the best movies ever made. Uh, but, uh, I mean, it's so good. It's obvious. It's about him. He's dealing with his his mother who just passed away. And then he's dealing with his ex wife who's trying to move uh, from Texas to Alabama with their daughter. Um, And he's he kind of just has this mental breakdown. And he's he's this cop in this small town in Texas. Um, But it's awesome. I mean, he's just like such a good dude, but he's like just having this, just having the worst time ever. Um, but yeah, yeah. it's really funny. I think Jim Cummings is going to be, he just came out with a new movie this year. Um, and it's about another, it's another cop story. It's about a serial killer. Um, so I don't know if he's going to continue to only do cop movies, but, um, <laughs> I'm, I'm looking forward to him in the future. I've heard the movie that came out this year, I've heard good things about it. So I think he's going to be like a, a big indie darling in the uh, in the director director sphere in Hollywood. I don't think he's ever going to have like a big blockbuster movie, but he's definitely going to be around.
0: All right, I'll uh, I'll make sure to check out Thunder Road. Uh, my number three is Eighth Grade. Okay, that's my number three. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, yeah I, Bo Barnum is so impressive yeah. with this. Like, was this his directing debut? Yeah, it was. Yeah, he wrote the movie. He directed it at uh, there a. Uh, a thousand movies that have tried to like capture what it feels like growing up and like what it felt like at this like weird age in yeah. your life, and I think Bo Burnham probably did the best of it of any movie that I can think of. Yeah, of just like capturing this this incredibly awkward phase. And because I mean, eighth grade is you're trying to figure out who you are, like the kind of person that you want to be. You're trying to establish an identity. Um, you're very worried about like other people's perception of you. Um, and it's just you're at all this while you're going through like an incredibly awkward like physical phase yeah. and like a- emotional phase and like your mentality and your worldview is so shifted and weird for literally every eighth grader ever. Um, it's such a difficult, difficult thing to capture if you're not going through it. And I, Bo Burnham did so great because this movie is essentially just a snapshot of what life is like for this eighth grade girl. Right. Um, it doesn't tell some like big overarching story, uh, or anything like that. It's just like, Hey, here's a snapshot of, of her life and what she's going through right now. And it was so good. Yeah. Uh, I love this movie a lot. I can't say enough good things about it.
1: Yeah, I think Bo Bo Burnham was the perfect person to direct a movie like this cuz he was like when he was in middle school he was becoming or on his way to becoming a big YouTube guy cuz I remember watching his yeah. videos when when I was in middle school all the time um and he just so easily translated that to this movie and the stuff that he wrote the scenes with uh with the dad oh my gosh that was some of the best writing that year it was so good um yeah. and then the last scene um with her uh having the chicken nugget date with the weird kid the weird guy from the <laughs> yeah. pool <laughs> yeah uh, and also one of the funniest scenes when they're at the pool party <laughs> and he just goes hey want to see how long i can hold my breath and doesn't wait for an answer <laughs> Goes goes <laughs> goes underwater <laughs> what a and weird then comes eight back up and spits in her face ju- <laughs> 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 it's just like, yeah, such i a, like, I've such seen that before snapshot. when I was in eighth grade, I've seen that exact situation before. It's hilarious. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, I just it makes you think back to all of the incredibly like awkward and cringy things you did to try to impress the people around yeah. you in eighth grade. <laughs> Like, it just reminds you of all these horrible <laughs> moments that you've just, like, <laughs> repressed in your memory. Uh And, like, that's what's so impressive about this movie, because it drums up those things that you had forgotten about, because it does such a good job of capturing that time in someone's life. Yeah. Uh, really, uh, this is due for a rewatch. It's been a hot minute. I, I need to rewatch this. It's a soon. good... I mean, a. it's it's, so
1: it's really rewatchable, just except for that one scene. Um. Yeah. When she's coming back from the yeah. mall, that's like one or like, eh, maybe that shouldn't be in it. Eh, I don't think that needed to be in the movie. Um, but yeah, it, yeah. It, it is an extremely rewatchable movie. And it, it it is, I mean, it's great. It's fantastic.
0: All right. Uh, my, that was your number three. So my number two is Hearts Beat Loud. Um, I've talked about this movie a lot. Uh, pretty much every single one of my friends knows how much I love this movie because I've recommended it to them. A million times. I feel like our guest out. knows and, whose
1: list is whose based on
0: where you place this uh, movie. A hundred percent. There's no <laughs> chance that she doesn't know whose list is whose. Um, but Hearts Be Loud is so great. If you want to hear my in-depth thoughts on it, just go listen to Ellen's podcast. Love that movie. I did a whole episode on it with her. And so if you are like interested in like my more specific thoughts on it, you can do that. I don't need to share that here. Uh, but just... There's so many things that I love about Hearts Beat Loud, like the music. The characters, um, the writing, the acting, um, Ted Danson being a stoner uh, and a bartender, <laughs> yes, yeah. it's, it's a plus. <laughs> uh, so yeah, really, really, really love Hearts Be Loud. Can't say enough good things about it. I understand I like this movie more than just about anybody else does, and I don't know why that is. It's just something about it hits home with me. Yeah. Since I watched it for the first time probably like a year and a half ago, I've seen this movie fifteen times probably, and I'm not a big movie rewatcher. Um, so that's saying something for me, but yeah, really, really love Hearts Be Loud. Uh, all right, uh, your number two.
1: Yeah, so my number two. You obviously talked about this earlier, but uh, Wild Rose. Uh, this movie, yeah, so good. I mean, Jesse Buckley absolutely destroyed it. You don't really get a lot of uh, Scotland country music movies, surprisingly enough. <laughs> um, <but> Weird. <laughs> this this has to be probably the greatest country country music movie ever one of the best music movies ever i mean jesse buckley's voice is just unreal and the the story about her wanting to go to nashville and i don't want to ruin it for anybody because i know a lot of people haven't seen this but her whole story with her family um, basically her getting out of jail and trying to reconnect with her daughter is just so and her mother is so good so good um if if anyone has not seen this it's on hulu I highly suggest it. It's such a good uh easy watch. It's not too long. Um, you're not gonna ball your eyes out like a stars born and the music is better yeah. than a stars born. So I mean it, it's yeah. it it's great. So I, I love it so much.
0: This movie it felt so genuine to me that I was waiting for like the here's what she's up to now, here's what Rosalind Harlan's doing now nowadays. I thought it was like a biopic yeah. of a person that I was just unfamiliar with. Because it felt so real and so genuine and I, yeah. Yeah, I was really impressed by it i lo- I really liked wild rose um i I'm assuming it's one of those that on a few rewatches it's gonna jump up this list, yeah um but having just seen it once it just it didn't quite crack it, but it's that's due for a rewatch too, it's it's
1: definitely better than game night I know that for sure
0: I don't know dude game night's so fun <laughs> uh okay, my number one. Uh, Is obviously Spider Man into the Spider Verse. Oh,
1: okay, Um, interesting.
0: This movie, it honestly, like, it's one of my favorite movies ever. Like, it's probably in my top five, maybe even top three of favorite movies of all time. Wow. Um, I just I don't know what it was, but something about this movie really clicked with me. Like, I the animation style was fascinating. You keep thinking like, what more can they do with animation? Because these, like. This, these animated characters already look so real and so fluid and so impressive, what could they possibly do and like this movie told you like well, here's here's what the next step is like here's something that we can do we can make it look like a like living comic book, yeah, and so I thought the animation style was so so cool to look at. I loved the the deep dive into this world. Like, I love the introduction to all these different iterations of Spider Man that I had never heard of before. Like, yeah. I thought, because I'm not a comic book guy. I've never gotten really into reading comic books. And so, this is my first, like, I, I didn't know anything about Miles Morales and I didn't really know anything about Spider Gwen. Uh, and so, my introduction to, to those characters and even like deeper into the weird side of comics with uh, like the John Mullaney little. Pork Peter, Peter Porker, Spider Man, Peter Porker. Yeah, that's that's so funny. And like the whoever Nicolas Cage played, I think it was Noir Spider Man or whatever. Yeah, like so funny and such like a fascinating look into this world that I just had no no clue about. Miles Morales instantly became like my favorite superhero after this movie um, because I just he's so so cool and so unique and he's not just your standard run of the mill Captain America boring guy. Like he's got so much personality and like I I really, I can't say enough good things about Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Genuinely, like, it's very high on my list of favorite movies of all time, regardless of genre. Definitely my favorite superhero movie of any kind.
1: Yeah, I'm excited to see what they do with the second one, um, because they did this Spider-Verse thing in the comics, and there's like 50 other different Spider-Man that they haven't even talked about. So, like, I'm pretty excited to see what they're going to do with that.
0: It's pretty, pretty like endless possibilities of where they could go with this idea and with yeah. this franchise. Um, as, as soon as they announced that it was that they were making a second one, it instantly became my most anticipated movie maybe ever. <laughs> so I have such high hopes. If it if if Spider Verse two stinks, then you if the levels of my disappointment will just be <laughs> endless. But I think if it's anything like this one, it'll be great. Um, listen, I don't need your disappointment <laughs> I, I'm, not, I'm not here to listen to how disappointed you are in me Not interested <laughs> You keep watching your Fargo And your old movies from the 80s And I'm going to look forward to Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse 2 <laughs> Oh, I didn't even mention the soundtrack Yeah, the, the soundtrack way. is the awesome The soundtrack was, soundtrack was one of my most, most listened to albums of 2019, I think
1: the soundtrack was great. The soundtrack was really good. The Post Malone song uh, "Sunflower," um, yeah, Riot was really good. What's
0: up, Danger? Yeah.
1: Okay. All right, your number one. Yeah. So my number one is the best movie of 2019. It should have won the Oscar for Best Picture. I. It's so stupid that it didn't. Um, but Black Klansman. It that I mean the movie was yeah, so. Great pick awesome. It was so fun. And Spike, this is my favorite Spike Lee movie also. Um, and Spike Lee has this tendency to get a little bit too preachy with his message, with his message. Um, and in this one, he really like really hit the subtlety at the right amount. And I think it came off in a really good way that made it his best movie. Um, I just, just the Academy just I don't know what they were. I don't know if there was like a gas leak in whatever building they were working in, (laughs) and like everyone just had like dementia for a year and forgot which movies were out and just picked. (laughs) Oh, Mahershala Ali is in this one. Let's pick this for best picture. Um, But I'm still mad about it. But yeah, it's uh, Black Klansman was so fun. I mean, John David Washington, good lord, that guy was was a force in this movie, and Adam Driver is just. Unreal. It is unreal. Just came out of absolutely nowhere and is one of my favorite actors. Like within like three years, he became one of my favorite actors of all time, which is nuts. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's so good. Um, yeah. If Spike Lee keeps making movies like this, um, I'm super, super into whatever he's going to put out.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Black Clan has been so good. Really great pick for number one. I'm still very angry about Green Book <laughs> watching yeah. this picture. That's I think, my, the, I'll I think never the world stop is. Being,
1: I think the people that make Green Book that. are
0: still mad that they won. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't make any sense. All right, uh, those are our lists. Let's uh, Let's take a quick break. We'll get out of here and we will be right back with our special guest. We are back uh, with friend of the show, long overdue first-time guest and host of the Love That Movie podcast, Ellen. How are you, Ellen?
2: Hi, I'm good. I am very excited to be here.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm really glad that you're finally on. You have been mad at me in the last <laughs> few months for not having you on my show yet, um, but you were kind of busy <laughs> when this show had, was kicking off. You You kind of had a few other things going on in your life, and I didn't want to like put one more thing on your plate you know
2: understandable i was yes i was getting married and buying a house there were things going on in my life but i am never i'm never too busy to judge stuff and make my opinion heard and i made you hear it either way
0: yeah i've I've gotten lots of texts and tweets about how bad my lists are and i get it like i know my opinions are bad i understand
2: it's a lot no of, yeah, a lot of me messaging you just screaming, I should have been the judge, like,
0: on every other episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so
2: yeah. I clearly think very highly of my opinion, as well, as everyone should. Yeah as, but...
0: yeah, as you should, for sure. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, we are, uh, we're definitely going to have you on. I think, I was looking at the schedule. I think we've got you scheduled for, like, three more episodes in the next couple months. So yeah. uh, listeners, Bring get it used home. to Ellen, because she's she's coming back. <laughs> Uh, I have a lot soon. of
2: thoughts and opinions
0: <laughs> Good Because Good, I really don't have very many And so I, just, I need someone to help yeah. balance me out here on this show Yeah More than anything
2: I like to tell people Well, you're wrong um.
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's Basically what this entire show is Yeah, yeah. It's just me <laughs> telling Danny <laughs> he's wrong And Danny telling me he's wrong For about an hour And then we let the judge decide who's wrong <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ty and I have
0: created basically like our we are punching bags for our guests and that's kind of yeah. what this show is at this point. <laughs> uh and that's fine. We can take it. Yeah. Um <laughs> Ellen, we're talking 2018 movies. Um mm-hmm. what are your what are your kind of thoughts uh as a whole on the year of 2018 in film? So it's kind of sandwiched between 2017 and 2019, which are maybe my two favorite years in movie ever.
2: So Yes. And to that point, yeah, 2017, 2019, were super strong, so mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people in retrospect are going to overlook 2018 when, I mean, especially, I mean, we're only one year removed from, like, that decade, but as, you know, time goes on, when there was some, like, really strong movies that came out, yeah. I think a big problem of why it will be overlooked is because the Academy just crapped the bed and, like, it's, in yeah, their... In their decision making of like what will hold up in the future, of like what made this year great in film, obvi- yeah, they'll their choices were whack, but um, yeah, which is unfortunate because I do think 2018 had some very strong movies, some very strong performances, some very strong scripts, some really good, like you know, innovative directing, and just um, all the things that we love about movies. There was like a standout in all the categories. Um, so I'm I'm happy to happy to go over y'all's lists and uh point out some some gaping holes here.
0: <laughs> for sure. <laughs> we we wanted to make sure and have you on for uh, a movie episode as your first episode because you do host a, a movie podcast.
2: Mhm. Um, yes. I, I host... I've mentioned
0: it multiple times on this show, uh, especially uh, there is a movie from uh From this year, it's on both lists, so I feel okay saying this Mm -hmm. without giving it away. Um, I talked, I went on to your show, Love That Movie, to talk about Hearts Beat Loud. And so I just, Mm -hmm. in our recording uh, earlier, I was just like, yeah, let's just, uh, if you want to hear my thoughts on it, just go listen to Ellen's show. So there's a free plug for you.
2: Yeah. (laughs) And then I'm sure we'll do a future episode about um, Goofy Movie to give Powerline the the justice it (laughs) deserves.
0: Tie, you idiot. Powerline rules.
2: (laughs) Powerline rules. Oh, like, unequivocally. The last rules. Thing.
1: We do not need an episode on a goofy movie at all. It's the last thing we do. Dude, she
0: has a Powerline shirt. She showed me a picture of a Powerline
1: I
2: shirt this She should have been owns. wearing it. What was I thinking?
1: <laughs> but yeah. Next time. That's
0: hilarious. But yeah, uh, love that movie. It's just you have a different guest on every week to talk about uh, every episode. I guess it's not every week. (laughs) Every episode (laughs) to talk about uh, a movie that they really love, which I think is a great idea for a show. uh, Mm -hmm. Instead of just kind of like the whatever those weirdos are mad about movies, you're doing just talk about every movie that comes out ever. (laughs) Like you only talk about good ones.
2: Yeah, I talk about good ones to talk about movies people love. there are, I mean, yes, we are, we are friends with one of the more successful Mm -hmm. movie review podcasts, but there are like so many people making podcasts to review the movie of the week or to go back and retrospectively review movies of whatever year or decade. And, um, I'm not a critic. I just know what I like. And I know that I love movies. I love talking about all the different aspects of it that can make people feel really passionate about storytelling. And yeah, I don't, am not here to like tell you that it's good or it's bad except for today. But, yeah. um, <laughs> uh, yeah, today so yeah, something. I just like to have like a positive conversation about movies. Cause I don't know if you guys know this, but like fandoms are like ruining things as of like the past handful mm. of years. Um, things that yeah. you used to love now, you're not supposed to love them anymore. And you're wrong for liking things that are popular. And I say to heck with that. Like, <laughs> love the things you love.
0: Yeah. yeah. I went on a legitimate tirade uh, on our <laughs> Mad About Star Wars episode about the Star Wars fandom. So we are, we're on mm. the same page here. Yeah, yeah, I definitely made
1: some enemies. <laughs> I
2: think the sequels are fun. And I, like, don't want to be told that I'm wrong for it. And I don't want to be told that, like, when I was a kid, I thought the prequels were fun. But as I got older, I thought, well, yeah, they're not great films. But, like... You can't take away from the fact that like it, I enjoyed it, and yeah. it brought me yeah. into Star Wars. Like,
0: it's, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, uh, absolutely. yeah, absolutely. Go listen to to love that movie. Ty hasn't been on there yet, and I yeah, I what wanna the take, heck? I want to take partial credit <laughs> in that because I've been actively campaigning against having Ty on your show. <laughs> I've sent so many texts, just like, oh, he would be a terrible guest. You would hate to have him on. Just don't don't bother with him.
2: It would be a really great bit to never have you on, but I feel like we'll break that soon enough.
1: Josh, <laughs> every bit is just me losing or me being made fun of. It's awesome. <laughs> love it so much.
0: Ty's, Ty's very much, like, wishing he could go back in time when I asked him to make a podcast with me. He's like, no, dude, that sounds terrible. I would hate that. Oh,
1: Sorry, man, I'm really busy.
0: <laughs> You're so not busy. <laughs> me neither that's why i wanted to start a podcast because i'm like i couldn't be less busy right now
2: yeah this year really hammered at home
0: (laughs) (laughs) yep pretty much okay all right uh i am i'm gonna go ahead and get into our list ellen i'm uh Uh, We sent these to you already. We sent them anonymously labeled as list A and list B, Um, but I'm going to go ahead and read them out here as kind of a recap for ourselves and our listeners and for you. Um, I'll read them out as list A, list B. You can kind of give your initial reactions to our lists, what you thought about them. if you'd like uh ho- I think you said that you did bring your own list, so that would be a mm-hmm. good time to that'd be a good time to kind of read your own list out and tell us why ours suck before you can tell us specifically mm-hmm. who sucks the most. Yes. Uh, will, well we-
2: I yeah, I have a plan now. We'll go over your list. I have questions oh, for you.
0: Oh, perfect.
2: And then I'll go over my list and I'll gauge your reactions to my list. Oh, and then no. I'll decide once and for all. I kind of have an idea, but I'd like to.
0: You're going to pull up Batman Shane, and just derail this show, aren't you?
2: Uh, yeah. <laughs> perfect. I'm really glad that he went before me <laughs> so that he can just set the precedent.
1: As long as I don't lose, it's a win for me. I mean, honestly, at this point. Uh, <laughs> Whatever.
0: Yes. All
1: right.
2: But yes, shout out to Shane for forever forcing a change in the <laughs> format of your show.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we have to like make legitimate amendments. and like, I have to remind guests of stuff now because of Shane. Uh, mm, I love them. I love it. All right. Uh, I'll go ahead and read these out to you, starting with list A. The honorable mentions are uh, Wild Rose, Solo, A Star Wars Story, and Avengers Infinity War. Number 10 is Incredibles 2. Nine is Crazy Rich Asians. Eight is A Star Is Born. Seven, Game Night. Six is Black Klansman. Five, A Quiet Place. Four is Black Panther. Three is Eighth Grade. Two is Hearts Beat Loud. And one is Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. So that is list A. You're already shaking your head, and I'm very (laughs) nervous. Okay. Uh, List B, the honorable mentions are American Animals, Mid-90s, and Black Panther. Number 10 is A Quiet Place. Nine is Hearts Beat Loud. Eight is Crazy Rich Asians. Seven is Mission Impossible Fallout. Six is Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Five is A Star is Born. Four is Thunder Road. Three, Eighth Grade. Two Wild Rose, and number one is Black Klansman. Uh, Ellen, you have the floor. It's, it's your show now for a little bit, and I'm scared.
1: <laughs> I'm terrified.
2: <laughs> okay. So, my question's for you oh, guys. Oh, no. <laughs> um, so, list A, Game Night. I would like to hear an explanation of why this made the top ten of the year. I thought it was just an okay comedy.
0: Um, I think, I think we can go ahead and like, not pretend like you don't know whose list is whose. Um, I, I I literally went on your show to talk about how much I love hearts beat loud. Hearts beat loud is number nine on one list and number two on another list. (laughs) I don't think we have, we don't have to pretend. Uh, I didn't, I didn't explicitly tell you whose list was whose beforehand, but you did text me as soon as I sent them and said, Oh, I know whose list is whose. So, um, obviously list A is mine. Did you see Game Night? Yeah. Game Night's one of my favorite comedies of the last few years. Like, it's on my top five list. If you're looking at movies that are just comedies, not the ones, not rom-coms, not, like, comedy slash dramas. Like, if you're just looking at straight-up comedies, Game Night is so incredibly funny. Jason Bateman is great. Rachel McAdams is super funny. It's such (laughs) a unique, clever idea for a movie like this. Um, I love Game Night a lot. And even Ty said like he kind of forgot about it because it is sort of a forgettable movie, and I get it. Um, But it's really, really great and super rewatchable. Uh, Very fun, like, date night movie. Um, I love Game Night a lot.
2: I see the point that, yes, it's very good. It's kind of a sleeper. Mm -hmm. I just, I'm surprised to see it on a top ten list.
0: I just, I I appreciate, because there's so many stupid comedies that come out every year. Um, and I appreciate when one kind of rises above the rest and shows itself to be like a legitimately good, funny, rewatchable comedy that just doesn't isn't just stupid. Like, it's also True. clever. Uh, and so I wanted to show show a little bit of appreciation for that one. A lot of the reason that that's so high is because of how rewatchable it is
2: okay. like that
0: gave it bonus points.
2: True. And yeah, 2018 didn't really have a lot of comedy. So I'll give you right. that. Um, and then my second question for this day is about Incredibles 2. Yeah. You already have Spider-Man to the Spider-Verse on there. Uh-huh. I feel like Incredibles 2 was not nearly as good as the first Incredibles. I agree. It feels like a waste, wasted slot.
0: No, I, So Incredibles 1, obviously better. <laughs> a lot better. But it's also one it's of my... size like,
2: yes, yes, yes.
0: Incredibles 1 <laughs> is one of my favorite animated movies. Um, mm-hmm. And so this was sort of like a... Yes, I super enjoyed it. But it's also just like I want you to know how much I love the Incredibles... like franchise like these characters the idea of a superhero family i think the animation is super cool i think the actors they brought in to voice the characters were fantastic Um, i really really liked incredibles 2 obviously incredibles is better but incredibles 2 is still really really great Um, and yes technically it's an animated superhero movie like into the spider-verse but they're also very very different
2: yeah, I, I, yeah, they are. <laughs> I disagree. That's, super, that's very, very great. Um,
0: it's so good. Gave me
2: a headache. Uh, okay, and then... Okay, so both of you guys have Crazy Rich Asians on your list, which kind of surprised me. Okay. I felt like it was a really great popcorn movie. Um, but... Uh, okay, my question is, are you guys making a list of like your favorite of the year or what you would consider... Best of the year
0: Yes For me it's I a, guess I
2: should have Asked that out For, the, for me the
0: these are Always an amalgamation Of the two Like yeah. if okay. a movie Is really really great But I didn't love it It might still Show up on my list Or if a movie is bad But I loved it It might show up On my list Yeah like I I try to Find a common ground In those when making these okay.
1: Yeah, I'll usually make Like a list of Like the top What I think are the top Like 25 best movies Of the year And then mm-hmm. I'll rearrange those To where like Oh well I liked You know I like. This movie better than this movie. Um, But, yeah, it's a little bit of both. A little bit of my favorite, a little bit of the best.
2: Okay, Also, I just thought Crazy
0: Rich Asians was, like, a very good movie.
1: And I think it's really... I think Crazy Rich Asians is a very good movie. I think it's one of the better rom-coms that have come out in recent years.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's definitely... Yeah, it's definitely one of the better rom-coms. It's super rewatchable. Yeah. Yeah, which doesn't make sense, and I'm kind of criticizing you guys for having this on your list. It's just, like... (laughs) maybe I kind of fall into the category of, like, I made my list based on, like, what I thought was, like, the best. And then, like... Yeah. If you're going to... So if you guys are kind of trying to find a 50-50 split of best and favorite, I kind of went, like, an 80-20 split of, like, best and favorite, if that makes sense. I
0: mean, see, if I was making a best list, then, like, Game Night, Incredibles 2, uh, probably, like, Solo aren't going to be really anywhere near that list. Those showed up because like favorites like same with hearts be loud. Like it's not going to be at the top of my best list, but it's going to be very near the top of my favorites.
2: With that being said, mission impossible fallout is a very fun choice.
1: It's, it's the best action movie that's come out since probably like men in black. It's amazing.
2: <laughs> yeah. And not to step on Megan's toes. Cause this is something she has pointed <laughs> out many times, but like Henry Cavill made the absolute right choice in refusing to shave his mustache yep. for, <laughs> for <laughs> Justice League so that he could have a mustache in Mission Impossible. A choice I will forever uh, commend.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. And it had the best, the greatest movie trailer of all time, too. When Hen- when Henry oh, yeah. Cavill cocks so his biceps, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> that's the greatest thing in the world.
2: <laughs> I could watch it over and over. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's so great. Uh, so I have to put a little caveat. Um, I know you guys are going to like hate me for this, but <laughs> I still haven't seen Wild Rose. It's been on my oh. list for a long time. Oh, Alan, that's, I've you listened would, to both you of you guys you talk like about it,
0: it. It's, I think you would dig it a lot. know
2: yeah. I would. I know so much about it. I love Jesse Buckley. I know the song is really great. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'm not knocking either of you for having that on there. Um, Ty, if she
0: asks you to be on her show, then you have to do a Wild Rose episode because if nothing else, it'll make her watch it. Uh that's sure. <laughs> true.
2: <laughs> um, and then, so Ty, tell me about Thunder Road. I'm not familiar with this movie.
1: So Thunder Road, um, Is about? Jim Cummings, um, that was his like first like debut film, and he, he direct, directed, wrote... And start in it. And it's about this uh, small town cop in Texas who is dealing with his mom just recently passing away. And then his ex-wife wanting to move uh, to Alabama with his daughter. And he's kind of going through this like mental breakdown the whole time. And it's this like kind of dark, like kind of like Fargo kind of humor where you're like, I know I shouldn't be laughing at this, but it's. Absolutely hilarious, you know that that kind of uh, vibe the entire time, and it's amazing. And I just recently saw it like okay. two weeks ago. It's so good, I can't believe I I ever missed it.
2: Definitely makes me want to go back and watch that now. Yeah, watch that. So that was, those were the only two on either of y'all's list that I hadn't seen. Oh, and I also I haven't seen mid nineties, but Dang. that's just an honorable mention. So I'm not
1: gonna. So you can just void my list at this point. <laughs> no,
2: no, no, no. Your list is not out of contention. When I read my list, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. If I so... lose
0: to a list where you haven't seen two of his top four movies. I'm gonna lose it. Well, I'm you probably have. One. You probably
1: have Green Book as number one, don't you? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, see, I, would, I yeah, saw, I would never make that joke. Cause I respect you, Ellen. Cause you're my friend and you have good taste and stuff. See, I we- saw
2: like half of green book without the sound just over someone's shoulders on a flight. And I felt like that's all I needed to see.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You're right.
2: <laughs> I refuse to watch any more of it. Yeah. Fair. <laughs> oh. Yeah. That was coming back from, uh, that was like on a long flight when we went to Hawaii last summer, back when we could travel. Yeah. No, two summers ago. Oh, my oh, God. Wow. 2018, yes. Um, yeah, we got engaged, and then I, on the way home, I, I like passively watched a little Green bit of Green Book, Book and went.
0: <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> I was so happy after getting engaged, and then I watched Green Book, and it ruined it. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Uh, okay, Ellen. I'm, I'm legitimately I'm dying to hear your your twenty. List. list. Yeah, can you please read it? Um,
2: up? I also okay, my other question for you guys is, okay. did you actively decide to leave out documentaries, or just you didn't have any that you?
0: I made the decision to leave out documentaries.
1: Yeah, we never really talked about it. It was kind of just something we both ended up agreeing on without even talking about it. One of those unwritten rules of ranked kings where documentaries don't count.
0: Yeah, it just okay. fe- well, it feels like a separate thing f- to me.
1: Yeah, it, it it saves us for we can do uh, a, a rank kings episode on documentaries. So, just like that, we got another episode idea.
0: Always thinking ahead, Ellen. Yeah, two okay. steps ahead.
2: Disagree. There are <laughs> three documentaries on my list. So <laughs>
0: that's okay. <laughs>
2: um, so I get okay. So uh, my list. I'll start with um, honorable mentions. Uh, my third honorable mention is Hearts Beat Loud.
1: Oh, um, honorable. Mentions. I know that's like
2: super far down on the list, uh, for you, but I guess cause I recently saw it and like, I already had such a solid like idea of my list yeah. cause I, I, I hate ranking movies and 2018 was one of the few years I actually like put energy into it. So, <laughs> yeah. um,
0: yeah, I mean you're, second... you're wrong, but okay, fine. Sure. <laughs> okay.
2: Um, yeah. <laughs> I had a lot of good things to say. Just go listen to our episode <laughs> on that. Um, yeah. My second honorable mention is uh, one of the big gaping holes on both of y'all's list. Mama Mia, here we go oh, again. Oh
0: dear lord, no, right. <laughs> no. You know, that, you know, I haven't seen it. We've talked at length about how I haven't seen this movie. <laughs> so I
2: guess you guys just don't like having fun. That's fine. Um, nope. Whatever. Um, again, this is I, I'm stepping on Megan's toes here, but like, Mama Mia, is Unimpeachably great. Um, mm-hmm. So we'll go with that. Sure. So my my top honorable mention in the first documentary is Three Identical Strangers. Okay. Have either know. of you seen this? No.
0: I haven't even heard of it, no. Yeah. No.
2: It's so good. Are, so uh, very good. You're forgetting
0: it, I'm a in, dumb person, Ellen. I don't watch things like documentaries very often. I'm not very smart.
2: <laughs> well, you should definitely watch this. It is. I think it's on Hulu Like it's or okay. Amazon. It's like free to watch.
0: Okay, sell me on it. What's it about? Just a quick, like, 10-second pitch.
2: So three guys were... uh, They're three identical triplets. Okay. Were separated at birth and adopted out to separate families. They didn't know about it. And then they, by luck, by total chance, found each other as young adults. And, like, their lives just, like, changed and went on from there. And, like, it sounds like such a simple concept, but there are definite twists... And like definite layers to the story that I did not see coming at all. And the documentary plays out super well. Highly, highly recommend. And like their personalities are just like fantastic.
0: It sounds like it's going to make me cry. <laughs> so, maybe I'm out. It,
2: but like a lot of things make you cry, Danny. Don't.
0: Yeah, but <laughs> don't I don't know that going in usually. I, it's I'm a good surprised watch. by it. All right, fine. I'll watch it eventually, probably. Okay.
2: So those are my honorable mentions. <laughs> Okay, so my number 10 <laughs> My number 10 is another documentary. This one um was actually nominated for a handful of awards. It's called Minding the Gap.
0: Oh, that's a good one. Okay. I, okay, I haven't again, seen it, but I am you familiar. Have seen this. No. Oh, you've I'm seen familiar, it? but I haven't seen it. Points
2: tied. But you didn't have it on your list.
0: Well, I, I didn't
1: put any documentaries. But I guess
2: you didn't do documentaries on your
1: list. But Minding the Gap is like one of the best documentaries I've seen in a long time.
2: It is so great the way it all comes together with this guy who just liked to take videos of him and his friends skateboarding and then ended up with like decades worth of footage as he became more and more interested in becoming a filmmaker. And like, I don't want to ruin anything for the listener or for any of you guys but like, just go watch mine in <laughs> the gap. It's so great. And like, yeah, anything else I say would, would spoil just this really, really great story that it, it tells.
0: Cool. I'll de- I will definitely watch this one for sure. Danny, you will cry. I, have I tissues.
1: Pl- You're going to cry. D-
2: Mind dude. In the gap.
1: <laughs> you
0: didn't have to do that. I thought you wanted to know. That's now what I you asked last it. time. It, it, it downgraded to might. My... All right.
2: No, you have to.
0: <laughs> All right, fine. I'll watch it. Whatever.
2: Okay. So my number nine, and this wasn't on either of y'all's lists, it's If Beale Street Could Talk.
0: Yeah, incredible movie, emotional, te- absolute emotional terrorism. It hurt me physically, emotionally. It hurt me on so many levels to watch it that uh, I think I've kind of shut it out of my memory. <laughs> but yeah, in hindsight, probably has a place on my list. I thought the book was better. I'll
2: give you that. This is one of those nerd oh you've read the book see this got me like putting james baldwin on my reading list i just still haven't gotten to it um but yeah again it's it's one of those movies that like i probably won't watch again so maybe it's not the best choice for a top 10 list but like it's so beautiful and i love 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 the way it's directed and it's shot and it's just it's a work of art
0: yeah, I, so. I have to very much be in a very specific type of mood in order to even be able to think about that movie. <laughs> so, uh, <yeah>, it <laughs> probably deserves a spot on my list, but I I need to revisit it whenever I'm just like a... I'm ready to hunker down and just go through something. You know, sometimes you're just in that mood. I need to to revisit it, I think.
2: I understand. But yeah, I think I can say... After this and Moonlight, like anything Barry Jenkins does, like I'm going to see from here on out. Yeah, for sure. Uh, okay, so my number my number eight is Spider-Man to the Spider-Verse. Okay. Very, very good. And I'm sure you both talked at length about what makes it so good, and I agree. Mm-hmm. Uh, my number seven, and I'm surprised that you guys didn't even have this, like as honorable mention or anything, was Bad Times at the El Royale.
1: Okay. I I completely forgot about that movie until this moment when you just said it.
2: It's so good.
0: I didn't forget about Mm it. I just didn't. It didn't. It's good. I liked it. That's why it
1: wasn't on my list is because I kind of just totally forgot about it until this moment.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I did see it and I enjoyed it, but it's just not scratching my it's not scratching my list, unfortunately. I'm sorry. It was. I, I mean, it was. It was okay. Well, I think that both,
1: the you're both wrong. The um, ensemble was better than the movie as a whole. But yeah, I, I mean, I didn't hate it.
0: Yeah, I agree. Big big Dakota Johnson fan. I'm buying all the Dakota Johnson yeah. stock I can. But yeah, I just I, I liked the individual performances in it. The, the movie itself, though, was just like I don't know. It's it's good.
2: Okay. Well. I feel like this movie walked so that uh, *Knives Out* could run, <laughs> but it's also very, very good. Okay. Okay. My number six is *A Quiet Place*. Yeah. So I'm trying that's to see really that's kind of right around there. Yeah, ha- where you had, I it, had, it, had at it at number five, five? Ty
0: had it at ten. Yeah.
2: Um. Yeah, I love that movie. It's mm-hmm. so very good. Um, my number five was Black Klansman. Yeah. And that's ties number one. That's that's big. I am looking forward to why you had it at number one.
1: I th- I think that should have won Best Picture that year. That was like my pick for Best Picture winner. Yeah, yeah I agree.
2: Yeah, and I think one of the most like offensive things to like witness was green book winning when like black Klansman was right yeah, there. Right.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yep. Gosh, <laughs> still mad about it. Um, it's been almost two years. Exactly. I'm still mad.
2: Uh, my number four, and I'm guessing none, of, neither of y'all even like this at all, but my number four is the favorite.
0: Oh yeah. It's, it's one of those movies I can, I can appreciate, like, I appreciate how good it is. And like, I can recognize while I'm watching it, like, this is a pretty, like, this is unique and this is pretty impressive. Also, I yeah, don't like it. Yeah, that,
1: I saw, I understand, I understand why people like that movie. Um, but most of the time I was just like, this is weird. Fish eye lens and, and <laughs> yep. fish eye lens and <laughs> yeah. a non beastie boys it's music weird, video and a non skateboarding movie. This is strange. <laughs> But
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah, just not my thing. Yeah, but I mean, I get
2: it. it's very it's a very specific movie. Either you love it or you hate it. Yeah. And I just absolutely loved it. I yeah, it was, the humor was right on for me. I thought the yeah, all the acting was great. And I'm a big yeah. like Anglophile too, and I love British humor stuff. So uh,
0: yeah, not not generally my thing. There's a few like Emma this year. It really shined, and I loved. Loved it in that movie, but I'm not generally nearly as big. Like I know Ty appreciates British, like dry British humor a lot more than I do. It's just not really my thing.
1: If the favorite was more like Emma, then it would definitely be in my top five because Emma is like one of is a one of my favorite movies of. of, I mean, saying it's one of my favorite movies of 2020 isn't saying much, but I freaking love that movie so much. Um, But. Uh, yeah, if it was just oh, a yeah. little bit Emma's more great. like Emma, then I would be higher on it. But there just some moments where I'm just like, hmm, that was a weird choice. That was interesting. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: Um. Okay, and so my number three, again, it's a documentary. It's Won't You Be My Neighbor.
1: Uh, okay, yeah.
2: About Mr. Rogers. Yeah. yeah, no, it's great. Did either of you guys see that? Yeah, no, it's yeah.
1: great. It's a great documentary. But again,
2: it makes you cry and it rips out your guts. So, of course, Yeah. yeah.
0: It's really, again, we just, I, documentaries just weren't in consideration for my list. But it's obviously great. But, yeah, it's another just weepy movie.
1: It's just, it's just not a movie. And in the, in the title of this episode is 2018 Movies. So, you know, we left the documentaries out. But,
2: yes, I understand that, like, it is a, a line drawn whether you think that, like, documentaries are even included or not included. And I guess that's, like, why documentaries don't make it to, like, best movie categories, um, for awards. So it was definitely a choice for me to include them. But like when I went, when I went back on my like little spreadsheet of like what I had given grades to in 2018, all three of those movies were like in the top 15 and I didn't feel like separating them because I don't know. I just, I just always include documentaries. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But with that being said, my number two is eighth grade, yeah, which both of you guys had at number three. So it's we're so good. we're both we're all right there. So great. Like I've never, <laughs> without being like totally embarrassed by it, seeing myself <laughs> so clearly on screen. <laughs> I was just blown away. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> when I was that age, that's exactly who I was, and I just felt so scene without being like totally embarrassed by that
0: it's so impressive what bo burnham did in that movie and like how he was able to capture like that time that so many directors and filmmakers have tried to do and he just did it so well
2: even with the added component of like social media and phones and making like youtube videos and stuff which is like completely specific to that generation she still felt so much the same person that I was at that age. And I had none of that. Like, it's just, he captured something very universal.
0: Yeah.
1: And that, that scene where they're uh, discussing uh, chicken nugget sauces from McDonald's has to be one of the greatest scenes in 2018. (laughs) That was just fantastic. It was perfect. So good.
0: (laughs) So good. Uh,
2: So much about that movie is perfect. Yeah. I that one I cried. I like big time cried watching uh-huh. that one.
0: For sure. All right, your number one?
2: Okay. My number one is A Star Is Born. That was my number one movie of 2018, best and favorite.
0: Yeah, it's it's so really it really on? great, but it's the most like we talk about emotional terrorism as a is a thing that's thrown around <laughs> on the show a lot and that is like the king of emotional terrorism movies. That That movie destroyed me. I wept for like uh, uh, way longer than I feel comfortable admitting. Like that movie wrecked me. When he puts the stake down for the dog, Ellen, when he puts the stake down for the dog, I was done for. Don't say it, Danny. I was (laughs) done for. And I don't think I can ever watch that movie again. And
2: that's his. You know, that's his real dog, right?
0: Oh, no. I, I don't think I can ever watch it again because of what that movie did to me.
1: Well, you just need to do um, you you need to watch the happy cut and it's where you just stop the movie when they get married and they're like, oh, okay, they lived happily ever after. Okay,
0: now I'm going to go do something else. (laughs) This is a great it's a really great 90 minute movie.
2: (laughs) To take a movie that is so. Like intrinsically about Hollywood and has been told, obviously, four times over already and it's so like it it could have been it could have been so like, you know, industry-ish and like pandering, but like they took the Hollywood element out of it entirely. <laughs> and I love the choice. I thought Bradley Cooper um really should have tried harder to campaign for awards. He could have they could have won they could have won it all, but you can't make Lady Gaga do everything for you. And it's just, <laughs> it's too bad. It's too bad. Cause it, it's, it's, it's greatness to me. And it's to take something. Yeah. That has been told so many times, make it new and then not make it so about Hollywood the way that it has been in the past. I mean, freaking Judy Garland played her in a previous version and like, yeah. uh, I just, I love so much about that. I love the music. I love the choices. Um, I don't understand, Ty, why you still think Jackson Maine was the better right. like musical act of that movie.
0: Right? What an insane um, opinion that he had <laughs> during that episode. What I'm an a crazy thing to say. I'm just not remembering this,
2: and... I'm just not remembering this. And, like, that's points away from Ty. So, uh,
1: well, see, it doesn't matter because I I technically won that episode. So I am right because I won that episode. (laughs) (laughs) So
2: I hate that that's like how we're measuring. There might be an
1: asterisk next to my win, but I still won. So
0: (laughs) I'll let you have that one. You You need a victory here and there. I'll let you have that one. Oh, right, so Ellen. yeah. I'm
2: looking back at your list now. I'm looking at y'all's reaction to my choices. None of them were good, which
0: is which just is it's great. not supposed um, to count. By the way, it's not supposed to factor into your judging. This show. If
2: you is, wanted me to pick you, you would have had a better reaction to my
0: list. This, show has, this show has it, lost so. all. Whatever small amount of integrity that this show had is just now gone. We're just pandering to our judge who already knows whose list is whose. She's just actively saying, you should have pandered to me more. This show has just gone off the rails.
2: You should have. You should have. Um, <laughs> <you should've. laughs>
0: yeah, probably. But listen, we're honest podcasters um, here.
2: Okay, so I kind of have my winner picture. I'm trying to like put in words why. And I'm having a hard time figuring out how to, like, why it is. Um, I think just, like, some of the key rankings match up better with my thoughts on stuff. Um, uh, Some of even... (laughs) It makes no sense. You're both going to yell at me for, like, my (laughs) reasonings here. Because, like, I am going to go with Ty's list.
0: Yes. Oh oh, with List B. Ellen, you yes. haven't seen two of his top four movies. Ellen, what are you talking about? You literally said he has Thunder Road at number four. You've never even heard of it. He has Wild Rose at two and you've never seen it. Ellen, what do you do? This is okay. This is personal bias is what this is. This is a hundred percent personal I'm bias. Just, I don't. This is not the the sanctity of this show is out the window. <laughs> Ty, I, you just suck, Ty. <laughs> Can you put your hands down?
2: <laughs> Ty's oh, number so one happy. is better than your number one. Incredibles two does not even. There's make my twelve top other
0: movies the on the year. list, Ellen, than um, just number
1: one. <laughs> uh stop yelling at her judge danny you've never
0: even seen I just, you've never even seen 2 oof. and 4 what this is the craziest thing i've ever heard in my life danny stop yelling at our guests what? okay it's rude I
2: don't, stop
0: I, it <laughs> shut up dude
2: he has a star as born at a higher position and he has Black Klansman as a higher at a higher position i I like I. This makes no sense, but I like the inclusion of Miss and Opportunity* Fallout. It was honestly a real close contender for my uh, honorable mentions. Um,
0: <laughs> there's there's three movies. I, nothing I can say. Nothing I can say. Including his honorable mentions, Fielder. three movies you've never even seen. One you haven't heard of. I, Ellen, this I think you're wild. making some
1: great points. I totally get what you're saying. I totally get what's coming from. You're justice for points. Danny.
0: This is a pity vote. She feels but bad because she doesn't wins.
2: Ty has seen minding the gap. You haven't even seen it,
0: Danny. Oh, <laughs> not relevant. So irrelevant. You're not supposed to know whose <laughs> list is whose. That's not relevant at all. Also, that was only an honorable mention. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> This is this is all pure pity. She feels bad because she saw the scoreboard that we updated last week where well, you're way behind. A win's a win. Ugh. A win is a win. Gosh, <laughs> Ellen. I thought we were friends.
2: I just I I have a hard time rewarding you for putting Game Night Incredibles too. Like I just <laughs> neither of those did it for me. But
0: you rewarded him for putting and movies I, you've never even heard of. <laughs> crazy talk
2: he didn't waste spots on his list
0: you wouldn't know if he wasted spots because you've never seen them if you'd watched them all you might be like oh Thunder Road sucks crazy that he had that at number four which is so high whatever this show sucks I quit no, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. It's fine. This is one of my Danny, favorite. You still episodes, have hey?
2: like, the winning record by like a margin. Like,
0: yeah, by like a lot. I'm pretty this sure is, I'm still doubling up. This ties, is easily so my I'm
1: top okay. four episodes ever that we've done because it's <laughs> one of the only four that I've won. But
0: now your fourth one. Yeah. yeah, yeah, It's fine. Fu- listen, it's fine. Uh, you congratulations, I'm not gonna. Tied, here's here's the thing. I wasn't I gonna guess. pull a
2: Shane and. Pick my list as winner, even though I wanted to. <laughs> so it came down to, yeah, a couple key things. Like I liked his number one was better than your number one, Danny.
0: Crazy talk. What, what about his number two? What did you think about his number two on his list? <laughs> oh, weird. You know I, mean, I have listened to the soundtrack of Wild Rose. What about what about like the top five? Can you tell me about each movie in his <laughs> top five? Like all of them? Can you tell me about how much you liked all of them specifically? Oh, weird. You can't. You can't, Ellen, because you haven't seen
1: them, because this list sucks. Stop trying to persuade her. Stop she, being mean to our guest, Danny. God, this
0: is terrible. <laughs> what a terrible representative. Well, is, in, our is in his top
2: five. Where is it on your list?
0: Eight. So not that far behind?
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess not. At um.
0: least <laughs> you've seen it. okay sorry i'm dead ty
2: congratulations I like, I feel bad now and you can you don't can. feel
1: bad do not feel bad for danny i will don't not be ever
2: feel bad for mind, danny. even though you definitely could do it if you bullied me hard enough so just stop yeah i know
0: sorry uh ty <laughs> congratulations <laughs> i guess on your on your not deserved win uh no i, I won okay i won that yeah no you, you did win you you absolutely did win, sort of fair and almost square. You
1: you're the uh, one that brought the bias into it because you went, oh, you already know what our list is. You didn't even sh- give her sh- time d- to guess. Literally,
0: <laughs> as soon as I sent them to her, like she knew whose list. That to was this. my first response. Yeah, she she immediately knew. That's who's on who's you, man.
1: Maybe you should have lowered hard uh, speed loud just to you know.
0: No, because my list be is honest, because I'm a respectable and trusted podcaster.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we still see oh, no, no. Sorry, I don't know if I would use those two adjectives to describe yeah, you. Neither.
0: I You're- wouldn't either.
1: <laughs>
2: I just hope the next uh, time you watch Incredibles 2, it's like a hate watch for you, knowing that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what what are you having against <laughs> Incredibles just 2? sitting
2: there seething.
0: You're just so passionately... <laughs> like, you hate Incredibles 2 more than a movie that you've never even heard of. That's. <laughs> I didn't think it was that bad.
2: I can't have... <laughs> I, I have also an opinion on it. It outweighs my non-opinion. <laughs> all
0: Right. All right. This, it, listen, it's fine. Ellen, you'll be back on future episodes. You can make up for it by giving me the win on purpose on those episodes. No. And it's fine. Like We'll be... <laughs> will be even. Maybe Ty will have caught up by then. Eh, probably uh, not. And so we can get some. I'm just kidding. Ty, congratulations. I'm proud <laughs> of you. I'm happy for you. Uh, oh, it feels good. It feels <laughs> great. Feels bad. Uh, <laughs> Ellen, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, you were an okay. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you're a great guest. I'm just. This is. I'm just kidding. You were fantastic. I'm so glad we finally got the chance to have you on. We've been. We've been wanting to have you on since the show was just an idea, uh, and now that you're through wedding season and home buying and moving in season, uh, I'm glad that we finally got to have you on, and that we're going to have you on a, again in future episodes. Um, please, everybody, go listen to Love That Movie. It's so fun. It's such a fun, happy, Mm -hmm. good movie podcast where Ellen talks about her guests' favorite movies. Um, And I've been on there twice, um, and probably two the two best episodes. If I just had to like speak objectively about it, like if I just had to like step back and like look at all of them in a fair lens, definitely the two best episodes. (laughs) Just kidding. It's a great show. I genuinely, really yeah, we'll love We'll see show. if you
2: come back after all that yelling at me.
0: Oh, I can't imagine I will. I can't imagine I will, but I would love to. Absolutely love to come back. Um, I'm going to go ahead and get us out of here. Thanks for listening to the Rank Kings Uh, again. Want to throw huge thanks and shout out to Alan. Please listen to Love That Movie podcast. Uh, Please rate and review us wherever you listen to your podcast. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Rank Kings Pod. Don't forget the double K there in the middle. Uh, We we try to post our lists on there, and we do fun little like episode teasers and stuff throughout the week and. Uh, we, we try to have fun on there. So, follow us on Twitter and Instagram. We will be back with a new episode next week. Until next time, Tostito Scoops 3 for 1. How can that be profitable for Frito Lay? Bye. See ya. <laughs>